Christmas time. Yeah, let it snow, let it snow, and it is cold. Yeah, actually, man, this is the first, uh, I guess, Christmas here in Dallas for me, and uh, I like it's cold. To see, I like to see some of the NFL players break out those uh, high-top Converse with no uh, uh, cleats. I remember that years ago. You know, you're dating yourselves big yeah. time, no doubt about it. Broadway Joe. Hey, uh, wow. Yeah, I can only imagine what it's like to play in the snow, like, Looks like Chicago. That's what's going to be taking place. Uh, you Soldier know, field. yeah. Oh, man. Anyhow, we've got Sunday here on our minds. We've got Green Bay, Miami, Denver and Los Angeles, Tampa Bay and Arizona. And of course, on Monday, the Chargers and the Indianapolis Colts. You know, I don't know if this is the end of Jeff Saturday. We've got we've got the man from Sports Gambling Podcast, uh, Ryan Kramer with us. How you doing, man? Yeah, if Jeff can't get it done on a Saturday, maybe it's, <laughs> may, maybe it's time to put him. Put him. Uh, I, I just don't know how you recover from that. How do you, you know, how do you talk to a team after that happens? Worst was, comeback was a, loss in history. Was that the answer? I mean, I I don't know why Ursay would do that mid season. I I just don't see how Saturday could be better than Frank Wright. In your mind, what was the reasoning behind this? I mean, just what was fed up. I, I don't know. I mean, I think I think some of these owners, it's I mean, how do you manage your fantasy football team? I, I get it. Some of these guys, they're just loose cannons. Everyone has them in the league where it's like they're trying to trade. They hate their team by week two. And I think at the end of the day, he wasn't happy that Frank Reich was trying to steady a ship, maybe. And and I think may, maybe that's all it was. And and Frank basically said, I'm not going to do that. And, and that was the end of that. As to why you go out and hire a guy off the street uh, in the media not sure. Clever tanking job if that was the plan. But now you see the last desperation straw with Nick Foles coming off the bench. And, you know, you might be excited because you remember Nick Foles from having that great playoff run with the Eagles or that year where he threw 27 touchdowns and two interceptions. That was all a long time ago. Even the little bit of excitement down in Jacksonville. Yeah. When he popped his collarbone week one after having some nice connections with DJ Chark. That was a long time ago. Last start for Chicago. He did get the dub, but, quote, Nick Foles says he doesn't know what this offense is about. So I, I, I don't know what's going on in Indy. It does seem like a team destined to uh, get a better draft pick. But here's the crazy part. They're still alive for the playoffs. So Yeah, um, you know. <laughs> perhaps a rebirth there. I don't know what's going to happen in Indianapolis. But, I mean, they seem to have some pieces to the puzzle, just a matter of maybe putting them together a little bit better. But we'll see what happens, especially during the offseason. I don't have a lot of faith for them uh, for the remainder. But, hey, I have been wrong many times in my life. Um, moving on, on a, to a couple things here, getting your take. Tom Brady's moving out of the top 10, at least in rankings, as far as quarterback is concerned. I mean, you've got Trevor Lawrence kind of soaring now, stepping in at, at least number 10. Um, you might be moving out of Florida. I, and honestly, I don't know. You know, what in your opinion, Ryan, what's your what's your hunch? What's your you know, your stomach telling you, you know, what, what is Tom Brady's future? 
You know, uh, Rob Gronkowski decided to play games with everyone uh, <laughs> yesterday by tweeting out he was bored and updating his profile to huh. uh, reflect him wearing a Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey. It's still like that right now. Uh, he even refers to himself as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers tight end. This is still a team that is one game clear in their division to win that division and make the playoffs. All of that being said, I'm done hearing myself say this is the this is the first time Tom Brady's lost this way this is the first time Tom Brady's lost that way and when you watch the way they lost last week now I know I, I'm I'm more than happy to, to 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 look at this team objectively in a betting market uh, after they lose like that but man to lose like that the only way you could think about betting on them if they were say hey playing a third string quarterback with nothing to play for around a head coach that might get fired and and Cliff Kingsbury but man this but i i jokingly tweeted out a picture of one of those horse ambulances on the track uh, with the curtains up saying hey it might be time for Tom Brady like you know this this is this is a tough go it's a bad look he it just needs to step off the the, the stage i think yeah i you know honestly i don't I'm not a big fan of like players all of a sudden signing like midseason or just for playoffs. I mean, how deserving are you if that team actually wins a Super Bowl? I'm just I don't know. I'm so annoyed by that. I, it, why does it frustrate me? I don't know. You know, OBJ kind of did it with the Rams last season. Um, I, I forget how far along, you know, the Rams were into the season when he joined them. I think it wasn't like playoff time. It was before that. But, you know, really, Gronkowski is going to come where it's like week, what, 15, 16? I mean, come on. Really? I don't it's, know. It's it's the affirmation of it's it's the AAU NBA culture leaking into the National yeah. Football League. I'll sit next to you on a rocking chair and complain too. I mean, it, it makes it very difficult <laughs> to parent when when the professionals aren't joining a team and 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 staying with that team. I mean, you see it in college, kids transferring all the time. And now, I guess the counter argument for Beckham would be a team might be waiting because they want to see him get healthy first. But for a guy like Gronk. It's like, yeah, I get it. Like you can do whatever you want because you're Tom Brady's boy, but it is a little annoying. And I, and to your point, I if I was a player on that team, I'd be like, hey man, I don't know if your your playoff bonus share should be as big as mine. Exactly. Uh, that, that at least that's where I'm coming from. But I'm not a player. But um, <laughs> um, you know, a lot of things have taken place uh, this week. Um, Jalen Hurts, um, not playing shoulder, giving uh, Gardner Minshew. The nod, certain teams kind of taking the stance. Well, especially those who have either, I think, clinched the division more so than maybe just getting that playoff berth. You're giving maybe some guys some time to kind of heal up for the uh, the important uh, stretch, if you will. Um, but, you know, as far as some of the games today, Green Bay and Miami, that seems to be one of the one of the few games. I think maybe Tampa Bay wants to get a win here, but That's Green right. Bay and Miami. It counts. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, Green Bay, what do you think right here for the future of them? And they still got something to fight for here. Still got something to fight for. We heard Aaron Rodgers say he's playing until they are eliminated from the playoffs. They're still, yeah. still not eliminated. And fun fact, last week was the first time he had all five of his receivers healthy and both of his running backs healthy. So you could argue this was the that was the first time we got to see the offense 
uh, be the offense that they were expecting to be. We saw some nice elongated drives against what what is still a pretty decent defense, even without Aaron Donald. Yeah. And I think when I'm looking at a matchup, like specifically X's and O's, Miami has struggled deeply defending middle of the field, uh, slot, a lot of the stuff that Aaron Rodgers likes to do. I think he's going to be able to pick this Miami defense apart. Wow. And and, and when I when I look at the number here, sitting, it opened at five, it's come down to four, some three and a halfs out there even. It tells me that people agree with me. They like this Green Bay team making a late surge. It wouldn't be crazy to see Aaron. I mean, imagine Aaron Rodgers squeaking into the playoffs as the seven seed and catching a, uh, a loathing Minnesota Vikings team as the two seed. That would be electric. I, I just think that we're going to see kind of – the narrative being sown here that Aaron Rodgers is not dead. And Oh, by the way, boy, uh, is, is Tua really going to be a, a guy you're looking to bet on in the playoffs is, is Tua? I mean, we've enjoyed what I, I look, I've enjoyed watching him in the last, you know, after concussion, you know, uh, the, the, what the two yeah. concussions actually, I mean, I, I, I loved what he kind of turned into following that crazy time or at least what, two, three weeks, He's really turned into a really great quarterback. I mean, in my opinion, and what what do you think the future holds for him? Is he going to just progress further? Is he going to maybe continue? I mean, he's got a great team. You can't argue that. So it really comes down to just continuing to play the way he is. And maybe he gets into that elite status. I don't know. But he's been looking really good, man. Really good. Yeah, the coach believes in him. And I think that's that's important. I certainly think he's doing a good job to control that offense. I, I do wonder if he has the ultimate ceiling, but mm. you know, uh, even the film guys will say like, take away the throwing part of his game. He does everything so well. He does the the RPO stuff so well. To me, that that matters though. And to me, like he he doesn't read the whole field. And to me, he he's very much schemed up with some gimmicks in the Mike McDaniel offense. That oh, by the way. Ever since they played the 49ers, a team that knew them very well, and D'Amico Ryan's kind of laid out a nice scheme to stop the offense, they haven't won a game. Yeah. This has not been the I, – I granted they, they played the Chargers, the Niners, and the Bills. Those are all good teams, but they have not won a game. And so certainly love the fact that they're coming home off of a three-game road trip. Typically, I would look to back a team in that spot. But I have a strict rule with the Los Angeles Chargers. I bet on them when they're on the road. Because when they're on the road, they have a more favorable uh, stadium environment. Every time I watch them play at home, they got to use the silent count because it's too loud. Because the the Raiders fans or the Bron- whatever opposing fan base has yeah. taken over their stadium. So right, right. to me, the diff the, between the X's and O's and the Dolphins kind of having some schematical uh, things that um, look nicely to be attacked here. Uh, I I one hundred percent. I'm, I will be on the Green Bay here because I think you got to fade Miami. I think okay, I got to wow. see. I got to see their offense adjust on the road. To, be able to do it again. Yeah. yeah, I like Green Bay. Yeah, and you know it's hard to watch uh, a game. It's so sad to say. I mean, you got Denver against Los Angeles, and it's just like, why is it even televised? I just, you know, I'm so disappointed in the Rams. And we were talking about this before over the last couple of weeks. It's like. What's the future for the Los Angeles Rams? Because they they've got they're one of the worst teams in the league now. Let's be honest, and or at least this season. But think about it; they've got no, no draft picks, right, Ryan? I'm, I mean, what is the near future? What are we? Lo- and the possibility that Aaron Donald retires, maybe. 
I mean, I don't know if I would ever want to go out like this, but Sean McVay may not be there. That's the rumors. Who knows if that's there's any validity to that? I mean, you've got really no receivers right now. Cooper Cup. Yeah, he's one of the best in the league, but, you know, he's hurt. When does he come back? Does he want to come back? I don't know. You know, obviously, he just signed a nice deal. So, yeah, but, you know, is Allen Robinson? No, he's not the answer. You're not going to have Odell now. Or maybe he will since he's not going to be going to the Giants or the Cowboys, it looks like. So what's the future in Los Angeles? I mean, they're they're not. It's not bright in the in the near term. And I think this is this reminds me of when you have a coach break the rules in college, and then they leave, uh, and they're completely fine. But the college gets some sort of sanction, and they're just bad for four years because <laughs> that coach did some things. Yeah. they sold out for a Super Bowl and they won the championship. So I think a lot of people would say it was worth it. Yeah. But if, if you see all these, if you have a stars and scrubs model, and you start losing these stars, and the coach decides he's going to go into the media. It, what's the GM going to do? You don't typically see a hangover affect a team this strongly. Um, injuries certainly helped, but you're, to your point, they, they they mortgage so much of their future too, and getting to that place that, you know, fortunately for the Rams, they don't have a ton of uh, real fans here in Los Angeles, and so <laughs> unfortunately, it's going to be what we. It's going to go back to that place of like, oh, okay, the Rams are just the thing. It was fun; they won a championship, but now they're horrible. You 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 lost all the momentum of being this great, exciting team, and and you know, I I got to be wondering like, is Cooper Cup going to be stoked having Baker Mayfield throw him passes next year? I, I don't know. I I'm very curious to see how the off season goes for this team because obviously, if a lot of people move on and retire, it can give them some relief, but. To your earliest point, they have no draft picks. There are no studs coming from college. Well, you, you say Baker Mayfield. Do you think Stafford's done? I think that the elbow issue might be a – we were talking Tommy John before this season. Mm. He went through the season. He had some other issues. I wonder if he's not going to be right next season. And I think we've heard McVay talk highly about Baker Mayfield. Loved Baker Mayfield coming out of the draft. Yeah, of was, course. Was, you have no other options. Was shocked to be able to pick up Baker Mayfield off oh, the street. So, geez. I mean, uh, certainly an interesting uh, future. As someone who lives in Los Angeles, I am excited about the idea that I could bump into Baker Mayfield. But other than that, I don't <laughs> think the Rams are going to be winning a lot of football games. Oh, man. How does that make you feel, Pop? Bad investment on my three jerseys I just bought here in <laughs> Dallas on the Rams. No, they were on uh, sale. Man. You know, <laughs> Tampa Bay and Arizona, uh, look, they're going to probably win that division as ugly as it is. Um, but I don't know how that kind of elevates the mentality of, of the team when they see so much of the talent and so much of the just the great things happening across the league. You know, I wasn't that impressed with the coaching this year. Um, I don't necessarily think Tom Brady can just put all of this on his shoulders, as you can tell, you know, so, yeah, they could win their division, but the future, can they get past round one? I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens. But before, you know, before I get into uh, some big blue talk, what's your opinion on that? I mean, I mean, can I honestly, he go far? No. Yeah. I think, I it, think like so. the, 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 they're, they're, the problems this year are just, are, they're different. It's not like, oh, the team's coming together and then we're going to go on this run. It's, it, it's like we haven't even identified the problem. And the problem could be that Bruce Arians mattered a lot more than maybe Tom Brady thought when he, 
you know, cue the X-Files music. When Tom Brady pushed yeah. Bruce Arians out of the uh, situation, he got what he wanted. And it's almost like what he wanted is not the right thing. Byron Leftwich looking like a guy who maybe wasn't doing, pulling all the strings last year as well. So, yeah, I, I don't think they can do anything. All right, we got to do it, man. Well, let's get into it. The G-Men just made me so proud last week. Um, and, and, you know, look at not only winning a division game, but almost everyone took Washington in in the eye of the public and the media. Everyone was taking the commanders, and I don't know why. Um, I guess first things first, why was that? Why is that the case? Why Why isn't... Uh, why aren't people, you know, putting more of their heart and uh, confidence into the into the Giants right now? I mean, I think that there's a lot of the analytical approach of just knowing that winning close games repeatedly is hard. And generally, it's a coin flip kind of model. And so you don't expect to win a coin flip 10 straight times like, say, the Minnesota Vikings have this year. Um, but yeah, the Giants, similar, similar situation. I think people just want to be down on a team because they don't pass the eye test. Sometimes they have a lot of wide receivers that don't really explode off the screen. They they've had offensive line problems on and off. They haven't really had a pass rush until they've had all four, four of their front four healthy. And so, and I think most importantly, there, there's a certain nuanced, uh, approach to like, new coaches bring new things to a franchise and new and coaching can produce value uh, unseen value in whether it's preparedness or adjustments and so i think some of it is purely like i love the coaching hire for the giants there's nothing that's happened this year other than maybe let's get a little bit more aggressive with dan jones other than that like every single week the team is prepared to play their opponent on offense and defense and both sides are trying to win the game and i think you know, in, in years past, being a Giants fan, we've had a lot of defensive coordinators who are more read and react. Patrick Graham uh, comes to mind, and look what he's doing out there in, in, in Las Vegas. He's giving up uh, lead after lead, just sitting back. And meanwhile, Wink attacks, and he even with these yeah. relative practice squad DBs, mm -hmm. uh, he is he's like, I'm not going to sit in zone. I'm still going to trust these guys to play man coverage, and if we get beat, we get beat. And that's what, ha you know, the Eagles game was basically that. He didn't change. He kept going for it. And I love that. I love that we have co a coaching staff that believes in what they're trying to do. And so, yeah, I think the future is bright. Certainly, I, I keep saying this on this show, but it helps. It certainly would help to be spending, I think the number is 37% of their salary is going towards players not contributing to this team. So when yeah. we start filling out that, when we cut Kenny, Kenny Galladay, I think there's going to be some, some nice uh, steps forward in the offseason. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think, uh, I mean, look, at uh, you know, I actually I'm kind of uh, impressed with our front four. And I think uh, with getting, you know, some of our boys back, I thought Neil was a good pick. He's turned out to be a pretty good pick. I mean, you got to give some props to uh, our defensive line. They're coming together, uh, you know, despite having some injuries throughout the season. But your quarterback has just had an un unreal uh, good year. Yeah, you know yeah, you're right. Go ahead, Rod. Let me take. I'll take a minute too, because this it's important to bring this up. Go Dan ahead. Jones has not been the problem this year. I, right. Like I said, the coaching staff could give him more to do and give him more areas to potentially fail, but he has done everything well. And yeah. I think part of the reason they've won all these close games is because he has not turned the ball over. Interception percent at one percent. They are just 
playing clean football, and that's that. And to your point on the defensive yeah. line, the we've had two games all year where Aziz, Kayvon, uh, Sexy Dexy, and Lent Big Cat have all been healthy, both Washington football games. And that last game, mm-hmm. we almost had a Kayvon strip sack moment in the first one. Yeah. Somehow Heineke held on to the ball. And almost the exact same play in the second game, he has the strip sack, he gets the touchdown. I don't want to say shades of 2007 with OC and Strahan and Kiwanuka and Tuck, but look, it, it certainly helps a, a week back end when you have that pass rush, and now they're healthy. And on the other side, to your point on the offensive line, Evan Neal's playing better than Andrew Thomas was at this point in his career. Do you remember how yeah. much people were going after Andrew Thomas? Horrible pick at number four. Now he's one of the best tackles in the league and never a problem giving up sacks. So I think they're on the right uh, step forward. The guy that you didn't mention, who I think is a big key here, is Bredesen. Left guard, he's playing well. If he can stay healthy down the stretch and it allows Nick Gates to potentially take Feliciano's job at center, watch out. We could have a decent offensive line. We could have a good defensive line. And we could be talking about a similar type situation to a 2007-2008 Giants team that no one really believed in. I think the Giants can do a lot of things very well this season. And... Uh, to say that they won't have uh, a breath past maybe, you know, uh, round one is a little crazy because I just I don't know. Maybe just that's the fan in me. But I actually see some great things uh, on the horizon for them. One thing I will ask you, though, of Daniel Jones, it seems like the Giants are at their best when he is running more so than even throwing. Uh, now, I look at I find him to be a very good passer. But when he's able and when he just has the balls to just say, you know what, screw it, I'm running. And he does it a lot in a game. Usually they win. And there's been a couple of games where they he didn't run and we lost those games. And I just feel like let him go. Let him go. Spread his wings, right? Spread your wings, Daniel. There are those moments where you you see he has the lane to step up and just run, but he's yeah. keeping his eyes downfield trying to find a target. And it's uh-huh. like, on one hand, I'm like, oh, this is great. I love his toughness to hang in the pocket. On the yeah. other hand, I'm like, get the first down. Right. Just run for the first down. Exactly. You, you know what? Great play highlighting his danger on the ground is that touchdown run by Saquon against the Washington Commanders from Week 15. They slide over into a wildcat formation. Yeah. Saquon takes the snap, fakes the handoff, Three defenders follow Dan Jones as he mm-hmm. sweeps to the right, allowing Saquon to, to skip in the right end zone. In. Pretty yeah. creative. And I think, you know, the last thing I'll say on the Giants' chances, if you give me one coaching staff in a one game like where they get to scheme up against another team, they're going to give the Giants a chance. And that's something that I would not have said about many of these previous coaching staffs. Mm. And so in a one-game sample, anything can happen in the National Football League. And I'll, I'll take Dable, Kafka, and Wink over anyone. So what's the first thing you're going to say about Stephen A. Smith and his uh, uh, reason for being such a hard-ass on the Cowboys? He doesn't like him. It seems like it. I don't know what's going on there. Oh, uh, so look, I, I I would say I respect Stephen A. That guy produces a lot of content. I, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't call myself a fan, except for when he posts those Cowboys videos. <laughs> As a Giants fan, there is nothing better than knowing when the when the Cowboys blew that Jacksonville lead. When I was I was like, oh, we're gonna get a hilarious Stephen A. video. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
it's it's always fun to to watch uh, more notable folks than myself uh, and and Sean come down on the Cowboys. So yeah, one of the few bits of his content that I really appreciate. Yeah, no doubt about it. What about the Cowboys? I mean, yeah. What I mean, are they as good as they are? As yeah. people say they are. They're they're they're. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, I think someone tweeted out. Uh, I saw a list of the quarterbacks currently making the playoffs in the NFC. And there's not a ton there. And Dak is someone who seems to be that maybe the limiting factor of his team. I would have a hundred percent told you, Oh, McCarthy's the problem with this team. He's going to figure out a way to screw this up. But, Mm -hmm. and maybe it was coaching in that, in that matchup, but boy, how do they lose that Jacksonville game? Well, it takes a couple really horrible interceptions. I'm not really sure. I think if they can play clean football, it's going to be tough for anyone to beat them, but they have an interesting test on, you know, I, I just, I don't know if the Cowboys are going to show up with their a game. That's what I can't trust. And I don't know if the quarterback is going to be ready for that moment. Cause in a couple games this year, he's been very shaky against teams that shouldn't scare him. A lot of interceptions. Yeah. yeah. And it's the scary part is <clears throat> as good as maybe the Cowboys are, or even the Vikings, although they uh, gave up way too many points uh, this season, um, you look at the AFC and it's just, it's just, it's just so much better. I mean, Kansas city is just, I mean, they get rid of arguably the best receiver in the league and it doesn't matter, no. you know, I mean, and they bring over, I'm not going to say mediocre receivers, but it's certainly not replacing Tyreek Hill, Juju Smith. And he's good. He's talented, but I mean, he's not Tyreek and I mean, uh, you know, Scantling and, I mean, everyone was like, are, is this the answer? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Andy Reid is a genius. Yeah. And to say that it's just Mahomes is, is just crazy. But Mahomes gets it done. This team, in my opinion, even with the Bills out there who look probably just as good, but I feel like they're just a little bit weaker. I feel like Mahomes and Kansas City, that's going to be the toughest team to face in, in the playoffs. Right? Certainly think certainly think the home the home field could be if the Bills are able to to find their way into to having home field for that game it, it certainly could be interesting but at the end of the day the Chiefs the Bengals the Bills they're all cold weather teams and they are. to your to your earlier comment about the disparity between the conferences it is interesting because the AFC is not crushing the NFC in head to head matchup but when you look at the Pro Bowl for example hmm. it's Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen versus Jalen Hurts, Kirk Cousins and Geno Smith. What? I don't know about I don't know about <laughs> you but I, I'll take uh, Burrow, Mahomes and Allen if we're playing any sort of athletic activity. Unbelievable. It's been a, a very great conversation with you. We wish you uh, and your family um, uh, Merry Christmas. And of course, uh, we'll talk to you, I believe, before uh, the new year. So, uh, again, enjoy the mountains. And uh, I think you're going where are you going up where Mammoth or where are you going? Tahoe going a little further, getting, oh. getting, into, getting into some snow. All right. All right. Sounds good, brother. Appreciate your time. All right. Happy holidays. Best there of you. Thank you, buddy. There you go. Ryan Kramer, Sports Gambling Podcast, everyone. We love it. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bell swing and jingle bell ring. Go in and blow it up. Jingle bell.
Now the jingle hop has begun. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Yeah. Jingle bells chime in jingle bell time. Boom. Dancing and prancing in jingle bell square. Yeah. In the frosty air. What a bright time, it's the right time to rock the night away. Away. Jingle bell time, it's the swell time to go gliding in a one horse sleigh. Get up, jingle horse, pick up your feet. Jingle around. 